This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another live stream. It's me and the guys here, Shower Door Pros, um, as usual. It's uh, kind of a holiday week. I know a lot of people are closing down for the whole week due to Independence Day. So I uh, hope um, you are celebrating and being independent uh, this week. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> It's important, man. You know, you gotta kind of kick up those heels and yeah. exercise your liberties and stuff. Because if you don't, you know, it's like use them or lose them. <laughs> so hopefully we'll get a few people on. We've got a few people on, but hopefully a lot of the regulars are gonna show up. Um I don't know. You know, I've had my like head down working. I don't even know what's going on around around the um, the industry or whatever. I don't know if there's some news that I haven't heard about. But uh, fill me in, man. What's going on out there? Staying busy. We're staying pretty busy. Yeah, we're pretty busy. I I've heard uh, from other local shops that people are pretty slow. Um, to the point where a lot of the glass fabricators are kind of cold calling shops to try and drum up business. So sure. when you start getting calls from the fabricators, it kind of tells you, you know, the industry itself in the area, I guess, is a little bit slow. But we've yeah. been pretty good. I mean, I, I didn't think I was going to get, you know, too many phone calls today, but the phone was ringing like crazy. So that was good. That is good. Yeah. Yeah, we're having kind of a similar um, experience here. It's, phones ringing, you know, leads are coming in. Um, Got a good system for that, though. So it's like... uh. So that's good, you know, keeps you from being bored. Yeah. Have you seen uh, any changes in the the types of work that you're getting? Uh, Still getting a lot of shower doors. Um, Been getting some calls for mirrored walls, you know, in home gyms. That's kind of picked up a little bit. you know, we we do other stuff too. We still do insulated units and and stuff like that. I've been getting quite a few calls for insulated units the past two three weeks. Um, and actually, I was talking with Brian Jurd a little bit yesterday because um, he had he had phased out altogether um, with insulated units, where he's strictly you know frameless showers now. And he said, you know, he kind of hit the ground running hasn't looked back and it's been pretty good. He and I have spoke before about, you know, cause I've kind of tossed it around in my head, you know, toying with the notion of, you know, phasing that type of work out. I don't know if I'm there yet. Um, it's a fear thing for sure. You know, there's, there's no doubt about it. You know, there's that, there's that fear that if I start turning that work away, like, you know, am I going to be able to keep the wheels turning? So I still take it when it comes and, you know, there's, there's tons of shower door guys in my area. Um, A lot of them are strictly shower door guys and don't do glass replacements because I don't think they know how. So me, me offering that additional service is also kind of something that sets me apart from some of the other shops um, that would be considered competition. Um, I mean, there's been times where I've gotten 
shower door jobs because I was able to do the window as well. So I don't know. It's a it's a tough one. I I still kind of toss it around and think about it, but <laughs> haven't pulled any triggers yet. I've noticed from the follow-up perspective of seeing all the individuals that stay individuals and independent of how they do things, even if they start using the follow-up software we have or some of the other processes, they still stay true to who they were and who they are. What I've noticed is the ones that did take the leap, who always talked about it and finally just said, you know what, I'm only going to offer this and say no to everyone else. They're the only ones who ever made the transition. Even us in Austin, we wanted to finish out our jobs, still say yes to a few, but slowly phase them out. A year and a half later, we were still doing those types of jobs. We never phased it out. It was only when we set, set a hard no and took that leap that we filled the gap with the product we actually wanted, filled the pipeline with what we wanted. There was that little fear. Uh, but what I noticed from our experience, it wasn't unique. When I saw 16 other companies who did full service or random variations of service, all of a sudden choose one or two more custom ones, take the leap. I haven't heard of one of them that decided to go back because they had to, maybe because they wanted to, maybe because they wanted to be the unique identifier and that let them in the door to also do showers like you're talking about. It gets you in the home. Like you, you sometimes you need the unique outlier to get you in the door. But what I noticed is no one that has taken the leap has said, you know what? It didn't work out for us. Or, you know what, the margins weren't good enough. Or, you know what, we actually upset too many customers. They found, we found a way in our process, and I think they did too, to still serve the customer that called them, that trusted them by finding someone else they trusted. Like, hey, I can't help you, but I got this guy pushing business mm -hmm. to him for this service. He's got my name behind it. And if he does you wrong, call me. Not going to recommend him no more because people still call me because they trust me to recommend them. Even if I'm not the guy, I could still be the the trusted person that directs them to somewhere where they still think of me when they want that product. Like, oh, he didn't help us for that thing he doesn't do anymore, but he's the one that referred us to the cool guys. Let's call him for that next thing he does do. Um, we've experienced that. So that's what okay. I would say on your end. I don't want to talk you into it because times are hard, but I just haven't seen anyone go back. Okay. All right. That's comforting for sure. I know Brandon, as one of the owners of a location, you know, I don't see the metrics, feel the fear, feel the pressure of the when industry racks its prices up in an email and everyone's emailing each other to say, hey, did you get that email too? Did, did your prices increase 30% too? Like what just happened? I, I don't feel that pressure as the tech guy assisting owner. So uh, the actual other guys who made the transition could probably give you better insight on what you need to brace yourself for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's that saying that uh, nature pours a vacuum and uh, it's weird and it's counterintuitive. But when you um, make that that decision to just specialize in something and uh, decide, yeah, we're not going to we're not going to do the stuff that we don't want to do anymore. Uh, just going to do that 20 percent, you know, the industry that gives us 80 percent of the money. Um, it just seems to work somehow and it's weird and I can't really explain exactly how it is. It's just that, um, you know, it, it just, uh, it just shows up and it's weird. Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, I heard someone talk about, you know, uh, if you need, if you need somebody, uh, for a certain position, just make that position ready for them you know, make sure you've got the tools, make sure you've got, you know, if it's if it's uh, office staff, make sure you've got a spot, you've got a desk, you've got an office, you've got, you know, set that thing up so that when that person shows up, um, you can plug them right in. And it just goes back to that thing. You're kind of creating a vacuum uh, in your business that's just going to suck in, you know, something good. <laughs> that's the theory. So if you're just joining us, you know, we're just kind of talking a little bit about, uh, you know, Brian brought up the idea of going to a strictly shower doors type of a business and starting to say no to some of those other things, you know, window replacements, IGUs, 
whatever it might be. Um, and there's a little, you know, how there's a little bit of fear around that because you're never really quite sure if that's going to provide all the work that you, you're going to need. So that's kind of what we're kicking around. I know some of you guys probably have some experience with that. Uh, Brian, did you get my uh, message last night? I did. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, I kind of used that as the segue into it because it was a few months ago that you and I had originally talked about it, um, kind of tossing it around and considering it, thinking about it you know, kind yeah. of mull it over. And uh, I think you said you officially did it, what, not that long ago, six months ago? Uh, so? Yeah, uh, January. I started last year sometime, but January, okay. um, I was official. Like, I think February was my last official install okay. uh, for IGs. And I'm like I said in my message, I haven't looked back. Um, it has been the best thing for me and my business sanity wise um, because I'm not running all over town chasing uh, $450 uh, average sale. Um, and a lot of them, you know, doing five stops a day, six, seven stops a day uh, that gets expensive as we all know. Um, it just, it really was the, one of the better things that I've done for the business lately mm -hmm. in a long time. So mm -hmm. yeah. I'd be happy to talk more about it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, CJ, I hate to single you out, but I mean, have you been on the call before? You look new to me. And you're on and you're on mute. <laughs> hate to single you out, man, but I will. Uh oh, he's still muted. You're still muted. There we go. You got yeah. it. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, no, I always follow you guys. Uh, you know, in the group chats or in the in the Facebook page, whatnot. So you guys go on live every week, but I uh, never hopped on with you guys. So first time, nice meeting everyone. Nice to meet you, man. Thanks for joining us. That's that's really cool. I'm glad you made the decision to pull the trigger and come on board. Right. I love Glasgow's coming up in a couple months, so it'd be good to, you know, kind of start meeting everyone beforehand, because I've went the past two years, but I just go solo, I don't talk to anyone, just do my <laughs> thing, in and out. I'm like that too, man, I'm shy, you know, it's like, I don't know. people don't believe that, they think I'm joking, but really I am, you know. Right. We're out of Phoenix, Arizona, we just do glass shower doors, so only frameless shower doors. Uh, yeah, I got a good group of us going, so it's, it's a good time. Cool. Yeah. Phoenix is a big town, man. I actually lived there as a kid yeah. for a few years and uh, man, it's huge. It was big when I was a kid, but now it's like twice as big. It's crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, from one in a city to the other now, you're almost an hour and a half, you know, and uh, they're just building everywhere they can. So keeps us busy. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was a glazer, you know, and like, um, so we went to Phoenix because it was booming. Uh, yeah. So, yep, and it was, and it still is. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, welcome. Welcome. Glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you. So, like, so now you're a good example. So you're just doing shower doors exclusively. Yes, so uh, did you, is that how you started out or is, did you move into that? What happened? So, so not my company, actually. So I'm the general manager. I started when it was, I was the third employee. Uh, but it was, yeah, just frameless shower doors and the semi-frameless bypasses. And when I started, I mean, we were probably just doing like six a week. It was the owner, his best friend, and then they hired me on to, you know, see what we could do. So we're doing about 25 to 30 a week right now. We've got 10 guys, uh, but there's plenty of work in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. I mean, there's already enough problems with just, you know, frameless shower doors. I couldn't imagine trying to figure out the IGs as well and deal with all those issues and screen replacements and just everything. Uh, so it's kind of nice just specializing in. So when an issue comes up, you know what you're doing and can move right, you know, move right through it. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, it helps us be efficient. So we enjoy it. 
Right on. <laughs> well, who else? Who else? Come on. I mean, uh, us, we still do everything underneath the glass industry from, you know, residential and commercial. There is no way we can let go. And there, I mean, I think for some of you guys, I don't know if you guys are solo guys or you guys only have one or, or you and a helper, but, you know, we have we have guys, we have five trucks and we, they're on, on the road all the time. We got two maintenance guys that do, you know, it goes in, they go in and uh, repair windows and we have a commercial guy, me, the shower door guy, and then my brother does windows. So I think it all comes down to, you know, if you guys want to stretch that dollar and, and hire some people, it might help you guys, you know. <laughs> You guys, you know, you guys don't have to all do it yourself. You know, we, I mean, I'm in California, so, you know, the, the cost of living is more. We got to pay them more and, you know, insurance is more, you know, everything is more over here, but we're able to make it happen. Yeah. So, I mean, well, that's that thing, that, that's one area we're not going to let go because even though, you know, we have shower doors, I mean, we're busy in shower doors constantly, but there's some times where, you know, we have a downtime and we still have windows coming in, broken windows. Everybody's going to have a broken window, even though, you know, like some of you guys said, oh, it's $400, you know, okay. Yeah, but that $400 is going to pay for something that your your office would need, you know, it'll pay uh, for somebody's wages for the day. I mean, it's just like, come on. I mean, you got to be there for your community. You can't just say, oh, no, I don't want to do that. You know, you can't do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You know, Adrian, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I felt that I, I, I did feel that uh, I felt that weight uh, quite a bit. And mm-hmm. um, I took that very seriously. But eventually what happened is what I took more seriously was the fact that I was not getting any younger. I was running all over town all day, every day, not getting quotes out because I was running around all day. Uh, and then at the end of the day, I'd look at what I did. And I installed, you know, however many IGs and I, 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 I spent more money, not more money. I spent a lot of money on the road, literally uh, in my time and a helper's time. If I had them with me, um, I spent more money doing that than getting quotes out. Uh, it just, for me, it wasn't worth it for somebody else. It might be. Uh, it's an individual decision, but I did feel the weight of the community. And at the end of the day, I decided it wasn't worth it. Um, I was better for the community by focusing my efforts th- uh, and being excellent at that than trying to be everything to everyone. Um, that wasn't working for me. Well, yeah, it's different, uh, well, different perspective. Well, I mean, to, for us, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't want to tell you guys my secrets or nothing. But <laughs> there's, your it, secrets. It, <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm in a town, you know, I'm, I'm in a little town called Yuba City. I'm about 45 minutes north of uh, Sacramento. And honestly, there is no competition out here for me at all. There's, there's maybe like one, two, maybe two shops, and a lot of them are solo guys or they're, they're, they're a shop that's set up you know, to its full capacity, like with office personnel, estimator, you know, office manager, which we are, we, we have all that. And, you know, and so you, you know, for us, you know, it's, I guess it's a little different because we're able to uh, designate people to other parts of the business. You're not doing everything yourself. I mean, you probably don't want to get nobody because, you know, you don't want to, you know, you, you want to keep that money for yourself, but you know, it's, if it's, you're feeling that stress, I mean, you got to get somebody to help you, you know, you can't do it all by yourself. I mean, we did that. We did that for a little bit, but it was just, it was killer on me, on my dad, everybody else. It just, we just had to get people and, and have people just do it for us. And it's, it's been great. I mean, yeah, we have, you know, our mistakes here and there with, with our employees. It gets frustrating, but you know, it's part of business, you know? So... You know, you just gotta just you gotta just take out the wallet and pay. I mean, come on now, guys. <laughs> it's not, it's char- not always char- just a matter of hire some help, huh? Yeah, you, you, you gotta charge more. Come on, come on. It can't be that that guy that gives you gives other people good deals. You gotta charge now. Come on, charge the right amount and, and get paid. You know. What about your sense of the community, though? 
<laughs> I said, yeah, my community, hey, man, I got to take care of my community. I mean, we're not, I mean, with the, all the I'm being facetious, but you get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. It's funny. That is funny, man. Yeah. It's it's different for everybody. It just is. It, it is different. I mean, I guess because, I don't know, maybe you guys are in a bigger, bigger area. You guys have more people. So, us, like I said, I'm only, I think, with all, all the uh, uh, surrounded areas and, you know, other little towns, I think we're, like, a little bit over 100,000, maybe. And that's not a whole bunch, but, you know, it, it keeps us busy. And, you know, and I do venture out, you know, an hour away or 45 minutes. It's probably the, the max I'll go. But uh, I do go that way and, you know, and we'll take care of anybody. I mean, here. Um, so it's we're, we're, we're like um, we're surrounded by a lot of rice, rice fields, rice towns and stuff. And most people have money. They don't mind spending it. So I'll go and do whatever they want. You know, hey, Adrian, so, how long have you guys been in business? 25 years. OK. And that's we something. Start- that's something too. I mean, if you've been around for a while, you know, and you've already you've got that kind of footprint. We, we outlasted the longest glass up in town because of the way we do things, the way we take care of our customers, the way we. You know, it's just you know, it's the way we are, you know. And then you know, not to top it off, you know, and we, our faith in God too helps a lot. There you go. So there you go. Love it, man. So one for the big guy. Of course. <laughs> That's awesome. Of course. Yeah, Biden all the way, 2020, 2024. <laughs> not playing. Not that big guy. 10% not that big guy. guy. <laughs> not Sleepy Joe. I'm just playing. <laughs> but we digress. Oh, so, yeah. Brian, are you considering uh, making that move then? Brian? Brian. Brian's no, shorts. Put, uh, I've put oh, yeah. more. Um, I've been putting a little more thought into it maybe the past month or two i kind of revisited it uh in my mind um i haven't really taken any action on it yet but uh been thinking about it and then you know read uh read your message to me last night and it kind of prompted a little uh deeper thought i guess yeah um like it's 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 tough because it's right now it's me and me me and another guy another mechanic who is uh he's kind of an all arounder type of glazer you know he doesn't have a uh, a ton of experience in frameless shower doors and that's one of the things um that raises concern I guess is a good way to put it is if you know, if I'm not taking on, you know, the little IGU replacements or the, you know, the tabletops or whatever, whatever the smaller stuff is, am I going to be able to keep him busy? You know, like there's, there's circumstances and situations where, you know, I can send him out solo to do a little window. um, And it kind of gives me time in the shop and the office to, you know, catch up on some paperwork, get some quotes out, you know, maybe I hit the road and go do a couple measures, collect some deposits, you know, that opportunity for us to split up and do, you know, individual work on our own, as opposed to constantly having to be together and team up yeah. on an install. Um, yeah. You know, once in a while, uh, it'll be a solo install, but for the most part, it's, you know, it's two guys for a shower. Um, you know, we're constantly, I mean, everything, almost everything's upstairs, you know, we don't have a lot of like, you know, one level ranch homes in this area, you know, so you're carrying everything and, um, you know, so that's, that's part of it too. I mean, I guess there's a ton of things that kind of come into play, uh, food for thought, but that's one of the things, um, so. Yeah, it's, it's not an easy decision, but I, and like I said, for me, I haven't looked back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was definitely the right thing for me. Um, I am looking for a full-time helper now, uh, in case somebody's listening and wants to move to Chattanooga. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, it, it it was a big um, weight off my shoulder. I actually just uh, said to my wife the other day, 
uh, I'm, I said in my, my text to you, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not doing IGs anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, it just is, is good for me. So, um, yeah, you just, what I did was I figured out, um, you know, how much did I do in everything besides, um, frameless shower doors last year or the year before that I had to replace that income for. And at a, at a, uh, average sale of whatever it is, 2,200, 2,500, whatever your average sale is for a shower door, how many of those do you have to do every year to make up that total income? Um, and then break it down by, I broke it down into the, the week, you know? Um, and so I figured out what that is and I have, I've done more in six months now this year, uh, than I did in all of last year. And hmm. Hmm. I'm pressing on. So it's a, it's a good thing. Now, did you, did you change? your marketing tactics did you get you know did you kind of get aggressive with your marketing or how you know how, a, how did your sales pick up you know or was that just kind of by happen chance um part of it was um i have a company that does my online marketing uh i contacted them and said we need to change the website uh to uh, shower doors only frameless shower doors we need to do all of our marketing, uh, pay per click and all of that. Just change the marketing uh, style. Um, I didn't really spend at the beginning. I didn't spend any more money. I'm spending a little bit more money now um, on marketing. But for the most part, I just uh, told them, hey, we need to change our focus. And, uh, and they did. Um, we were answering a lot of phone calls. At, of course, at the beginning um, uh, from the community saying, hey, we want to, we need IGs replaced and we just referred them to somebody else. Um, we also changed the name of the business or it's a DBA now, um, Premier Frameless Shower Doors. Wow. That's, that says what we do. Nice. Um, we're still operating under Chattanooga Premier Glass, um, but as a DBA, that's how we're marketing and so we get less and less calls for insulated glass. Um, so that takes less of my office manager's time uh, and some less of mine. Um, so the marketing, it was more of a focus than it was a focus change than it was a big change. Mm -hmm. uh, and it wasn't really that much of a dollar change. So, yeah. yeah. And you gotta, you gotta get out there and, you know, start talking to, to builders and, you know, different things as you're out there already, uh, you drive by a house, it looks like it's uh, getting close for a shower door, stop in and leave a card at minimum, see if you can talk to the builder, whatever, you know how to do all that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just focus. Good stuff, man. What about anybody else? Surely there's other people out there that have uh have done the same thing austin did ames mirroring glass uh 20 years doing everything but automotive and eyeglass and when i came in 20 years ago i was doing that thing for them 20 years later i came back they were doing it all the same way and it was a struggle for them to say no to the entire community and if i if they didn't kick me out of the front office they'd probably still be doing windows and mirrors because I kept saying yes to someone that would walk in and just say we need this and I know we got a shop full of SSB we got the window yeah. supplier stop on speed dial like we got everything they need to serve this person who's been using us forever and he's Troy's best friend and he's also a mason with them like why are we saying no again yeah. <laughs> why are we that's the no? hardest word our friends to our best <laughs> like why yeah. it was so hard and they had to put someone else in his place who didn't have that history and they said hey here's what we provide here's how we provide it get the information. And if they ask for these, defer to this. And if they say, but I know the owner, so I'm sorry, he's no longer here or uh, give him a call. He's not in the office right now. Something like that. But, um, <laughs> but also for Austin, we had a struggle converting to a shower only because it is all unique to y'all and traffic. It might take me 45 minutes to get from window to window in Austin. 
one day or an hour and a half that next week and we can't do anything about the traffic from what used to be to what now is and now the cost of my labor the cost of my time on the road the cost of that guy doing anything but something that brings profit accelerates and increases but my income didn't because i can't charge yeah. 500 for that one window so adrian made a good point if you have that community and the manpower to service it awesome but when we were transitioning from at the austin company and we ran the numbers there with the amount of traffic growth building and new competition coming in to provide what we were what we were built on at a fraction of a, at an Amazon kind of service to these people now we had to pivot or die uh, in the face of big corporate box centers taking over certain products we used to kind of rely on and we made that transition and it was great for Austin but someone else that is in a smaller community who can walk to their supplier and to their windows it might be your bread and butter to do that. And that might be your saving grace to not lose that. So running the other numbers besides how much is it per job, but how much does it cost to get to that job? Who do you have to assign to go fix that job when it goes wrong? Is it your 40 an hour guy, 30 an hour guy? Or can your helper guy do that? Does it require that skilled labor? Because that'll that's what you have to factor into the service part of. It's not just finishing the job, it's keeping the customer happy after. And how many hours is it gonna take of that profitable employee to go and just keep a already paid customer happy so those things we had to consider that and it took years of growing but now we're just custom frame this class and only the best of the best and that's all we do okay. that's it yeah no, one thing that i heard kind of mentioned a couple of times is that idea of um of being able to refer people and that's huge um if uh, if there's something that you're not doing and uh, that's something somebody's looking for and you can point them in the right direction, that's a huge service. And that's a big thing at, at GCS that um, we're always focusing on, like having a lot of good people to refer. Um, whether it's, you know, someone who does glass work that we're not doing, or if it's just another industry, you know, a tile guy or a plumber or or a handyman or anything, you know, um, to be able to point people in the right direction. Cause then they remember that experience they had with you, even though you couldn't or wouldn't, you know, do their job, you, you, um, were friendly and handed them off to the next person, you know, you know, another thing that really is, um, is underappreciated is just, how complicated it is to grow from like a one man shop to like just hiring that first person. I mean, it's, it's huge. It is a huge deal or to go from even like from two to three, because it takes so much of your resources to pour into that new person, to train them. I mean, someone's going to have to take time away from what they were doing. And if that person is doing everything now and has to like take some time away from doing that to train somebody who really doesn't know, know anything or just needs to get up to speed, it's, it's a huge cost. If you're, you know, in a shop that's been around for 20 years and you've got, you know, half dozen guys and you want to add a guy on, it's pretty easy. You know, you put a, you know, the, the other six guys are going to train him, you know, for the most part, right? Uh, so it's it's a big deal going from that, you know, one guy thing or two guy thing and starting to grow from there. And once you get like three or four guys, then it, it becomes much easier to add another person. But uh, you got limited resources. You know, it just makes sense to to focus what you're doing and, and really specialize in something. Well, that's, uh, can you guys hear me? I can. Okay. All right. I'm sorry to come in late. I couldn't get my phone to work with the program or something. I don't know, but I finally got on. It sounds like you guys are talking about how to bring on more people and if it's worth it and all that. Um, is that kind of the gist? Well, we're kind of talking about specializing in shower doors um, okay. You know, like kind of saying no to, to to some other things, but yeah, I mean, it's along those same lines, you know, okay. because 
if you're going to do, you know, a variety of things, you're definitely going to have to have a variety of help, right? Yeah. Well, my, you know, hearing all this, I can just, you know, give you my experience. I mean, I started off by myself and I'm not a big guy and I'm like, these panels are getting big <laughs> and I'm not young either. You know, when you I was young, I was pretty darn strong, but I'm not anymore. And, uh, so I had to hire some people and it ended up being that, you know, they're your helper and they learn how you, you do things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at, at some point they can go out and do some of the installs for you, which frees you up. So you almost have to, if you want to grow. And the other thing I want to point out is if you're trying to figure out whether you want to hire somebody, think about if you get injured and you can't install, you've yeah. got to have a backup or mm -hmm. you're done. So, you know, and I had shoulder surgery, uh, both shoulder rotator cuffs done in 2022 or 2021, 2021, I guess it was. There's no way I could have done that without everybody being employed, you know? No, nope. that's for sure. So you, you got to think about the long term and you've got to grow it. Um, and yeah, I think uh, you get the guys there, it'll allow you to grow. There's always ways to get more business. And uh, if you got the time, then you can figure out how to get the, the business. So that's my two cents. Nice. So how are you guys going about getting help? You know, I mean, what, what are you finding is the most um, successful way to, to hire a, a hand? Well, we haven't lately, uh, but you know, we've, I've advertised, um, and what, uh, there's like that job, uh, trying to think of the app, but some of the, the social apps for jobs, um, and you have to pay extra if you want to get the quality guys, don't go for the free stuff, go ahead and pay the bucks to get the quality, um, candidates. Uh, otherwise you're just wasting your time. Are you talking about like zip recruiter or something like that? Yeah. Something like that. Wasn't zip recruiter. There was another one and I can't think of the name of it offhand, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with probably zip recruiter. It'd probably be great. Um, so, you know, that's one way to do it. Uh, also, you know, now if you are in a remodeling council or something like that, or have any colleges that have, that teach trades, we have um, a, a local college that uh, kind of teaches the trades, not mere shower door, but uh, you know, construction uh, management type of stuff. And uh, those guys that are in school are kind of required to go to the remodel or council meetings just to, you know, they're encouraged to, I should say. And you get, get you, uh, gives you a chance to meet some of these guys. So uh, we haven't hired anybody from that, but th that's on my radar. So. Another thing you can do is build your relationships with your vendors. Cause you can go to your vendors and ask if they know anyone hiring. Cause a lot of people will go to vendors to see if, if glass shops are hiring, they'll always send people over to you. Mm -hmm. um, if you're in Home Depot and you see a young kid and looks like an awesome employee, those are people you can approach restaurants, you know, stuff like that. If you see, you know, positive attributes in people, um, it's all just about communication and talking to as many people as you can and reaching out that way. And then you can train them. But oh, yeah, going back on the sticking to one thing is, um, simplify to scale. It's hard to scale something if you're doing a whole bunch of different things, especially when it comes down to training, because how long is it going to take you to train someone to do shower doors, mirrors, windows, repairs, all that, all that type of stuff. It takes a lot longer to train them to do everything than it would be just to do one specialty thing. And then once they learn that, then they can learn other stuff as well that you add on. But, um, all, comes down to simplifying your business to be able to scale and grow from there and building your map. <clears throat> if you don't have a map, 
you don't know where you're going. So um, you're just working in circles. So knowing where you're going, building that map and working it backwards from a five-year plan all the way down to, you know, what's next month. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So what, uh, know, what, is, what are some other things you guys are having luck with as far as finding help? Um, is there an app? Is there a certain place you're running an ad? Anybody hired anybody lately? <laughs> I just hired my first guy through Indeed. Uh, besides Indeed. that, I know, oh yeah, that was it. Indeed, I had always yep. hired my buddies before, so my probably like eight hires, eight eight or nine hires in a row, were all just buddies I grew up with. Um, but then I finally, you know, ran through the whole friend group. But so we just got our first guy from Indeed, and he's all right. But you know, it's just you got to train him your way. How are the friends working out? Oh, they're great. Really? Yeah, it was a little. It was a little much at one point. I lived in worked with one of them, and so that was a little much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, none of them came with glass experience. We just trained them up, and uh, yeah, I mean, they're all rock stars. I mean, they're 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 getting really wow. good at it. So they've all been doing it for a couple of years now, um, and I mean, they they haul ass. They they can throw some glass in, but we're also we're real particular with everything. Um, so they've gotten really dialed in, but like the new guy came from a different company and just the way they install some of the stuff, it's just not as particular or whatnot. Um, and so getting them to, you know, slow down and check your cross site, check your opening <laughs> right. uh, learning curve, but they, they'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's like, so you got a bunch of your buddies together. It's probably a good camaraderie. Happen in there and stuff like that and there's something to be said for that too you know if people are um getting along having a good time i mean if uh if if work sucks you know you're not going to do a great job at it you know you got to be able to have a little fun and take pride in what you're doing like you're saying too you know it's like um having higher standards actually makes the job more fun in my opinion mm -hmm. instead of just half-assing it and not caring or whatnot yeah, so de definitely, uh, definitely helps. So that's always worked well for me. But yeah, I ran through the whole friend group. I don't have any more friends to hire anymore. <laughs> you need to make some new friends, man. I know, right? So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Indeed, I've tried to hire a couple guys from Indeed in the past and I've never had good luck. This guy seems pretty decent. Um, but I know we'll need more guys here sooner than later, too. So it's trying to figure out where to find them. But I do like finding people and training them up fresh though, instead of them having an experience and having to kick any bad habits or stuff like that. Like Brandon was saying, finding, you know, you see the young guy at Home Depot that looks like he could install some glass, get them going, train them up fresh. Just anyone with a good work ethic and a little muscle can do it. Good attitude. You know, someone who's like friendly and has got a good attitude, you know, it's going to be good to your customers. Yeah, I think that's a huge thing. You know, I mean, it's like attitude is something that's really hard to teach. Yeah. You know, it's like you can you can teach someone to read a tape measure, or, you know, drill a hole, whatever. You know, I mean, that's pretty easy. But to have a good positive attitude, to be polite, um, the soft skills, as they say, right, Bill? Yeah, man, you want you're looking for that, and then um, you're golden. Case in point is Chick-fil-A, because that's what they focus on. Hiring people that grew up in a way that they were taught by their parents, <laughs> uh, morality and ethics and things like that. So where does, where does Chick-fil-A find their people? Well, they start them young and they got uh, such a great reputation that if a high school kid works for Chick-fil-A, it's actually a good resume uh, job. So, you know, they have no problem getting uh, quality help. So how where they get them, I don't know exactly. Yeah, we found the same thing is true with the uh, Verizon wireless people. They're really sharp. Uh, they get paid more money, obviously, than fast food, but very dependable. Uh, 
They do a good job vetting their people as well, but they get asked to work crazy hours. So sometimes it's enticing for them to change trades if they know they have more stable hours and then get the other benefits. But yeah, we've had a few good ones come to us from Verizon. So that was another opportunity. You just look at some of the businesses, hospitality, they treat people real well with the soft skills coming out of hospitality. Uh, it's another good source of, uh, of people. Yeah. Is anyone doing any personality tests when they're hiring people? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're doing, we got to do background checks, driving checks. I mean, so yeah. it's hard enough to get a live breathing person to come in for an interview, but then you got to add the background check and their driving check, you know, and then we give them a math test as well. Yeah, we do all that. And then um, there's a couple different personality tests that are good, like color code or, you know, yeah. index or the disc test, obviously. But um, those are good to know because a lot of people can fake it in an interview. Right. But you can you can kind of learn a little bit from a personality test to kind of know if they're going to do good. You know, it's funny, Brandon, some people come in, they're really good on an interview, but you got to have them write a paragraph about something just to see if they can communicate back to you in writing. Right. Um, some of them can't. And it's not that it's bad. There still could be a technical person, but if they want to grow in the company and they have to communicate to their subordinates, they have to have those communication skills. Right. You know, uh, if, go ahead. Well, I'll say, you know, when you're sending crews out to do jobs and it doesn't go right, they have to give you an explanation what went wrong and they have to make it clearly. So if another crew comes here, they have an understanding of what happened. And how do they explain that to a customer? Because if they're not explaining it right, the whole job goes wrong. Yeah, it can go wrong really bad if they say the wrong things, right? Super important for sure. Yeah. You guys, you guys are having an employee that says you got to fake it to make it? Is there <laughs> one of those yet? Fake it to make it. I had one of those. I had one of those. I'm like, what the heck? If you have, have to take oh, I, know how to do, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. And I yeah, go, all right, hey, go measure this for me. And then I've seen the way he holds his tape measure. I'm like, dude, you know what you're doing? <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, what the heck? You got to fake it and make it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. He didn't last that long. He only left like a week. He's done. I'm like, okay. Don't have time for that to lie to me. What people got to realize too is that it's expensive to hire a person. You may not it think is. that is, but the time and effort and the things you do, especially as you get bigger, if you are doing background checks and all that stuff, they cost money and everything yep. uh, to do all that stuff. So it costs you a lot of money for every hire you do. So um, got to kind of bet your people the best, the best way you can to make sure you're doing a good hire. So we try to find those, we try to find those experienced guys, man, because I, I don't mind training somebody, but. Uh, there's something wrong with this new, this generation Z, man. I don't know. I don't think they don't have it all in their head or what. Something in the beef. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, every don't generation know. says that about every previous That's generation. Right. <laughs> I think. I, uh, know, but, you know, I, I got. I got. I got. I got two young ones. One's like 23, 24, freaking awesome. One's my helper, and uh, he, my helper's ready to make the next step up. I don't want to let him go because then I got to train some other little little shit. I don't want to, but you know I'm gonna to have to. But yeah, he's um, or get him a helper, and then I can just sit back and watch, let him do the work. I don't know. Well, oh, but it's all about how you train train people and talk to them because everyone's different nowadays. Everyone has the internet, and they expect things overnight. They expect it to happen so fast, and the older generation didn't have it, so they're used to waiting for things. So mm -hmm. it's just about. But you can you can have really good employees. I mean, I got a 21 year old or a 20 year old that does $1.4 million a year in a truck as a lead guy <laughs> trained by us. So um, it just depends on the, it just depends on the person and how, how they're treated and how they're trained. But tell him that, tell him that the girls in California are hotter and send them my way. Yeah. I don't know about that, <laughs> um, but training, if you want to, to scale, you got to build the school first. I mean, the training is everything. Training is so important. Well, once you implement training, you will never have to worry about an employee holding you hostage. Wow. So once you, once you have Dang. training in place, because you're not going to be worried about the next person in line, you know, how um, much do you, how much do you charge? If I send one of my guys to your training, as long as you don't keep them. $1 million. 
Hey, Brandon, what was that second one that you said? You said color code and the disc assessment. What was the other one? Culture index. Culture index is really expensive, though. It's like $15,000 or something like that. It's a, yeah, I won't be doing that one. <laughs> but it's actually a pretty cool. I went through this thing with the guy and it was a pretty cool. Like he literally told me every never met the guy, did the test zoomed with them later on with one of my coaches and uh he he literally explained my personality to a t exactly how i was and it it just everything clicked in me so it's almost like he knew me my whole life which was insane just off answering word just by clicking words the color code huh. is actually really cool because you're just you actually are picking words that represented you when you were a younger kid um to how you were going back to your roots on how you acted on things and then it gives you like a certain color. Sure. Code. There's this, I forget the company. There's a large company on the East coast that uses it and they all have name tags. They actually put the color code on, on the name tag. So they know how to talk to each employee because everybody's different. Wow. So right. they know how to approach an employee and all that stuff. So it's kind of cool. That was the name of that color code. Color code. I think it's called color code. Pretty cool. Uh, Color code personality science. So if you just Google color code, it should pop up. So it's kind of interesting how this topic has come around, Chris. Yeah, uh, huh? it's kind of um, mutated. It starts off with Brian wondering about just staying with shower doors. It went into growth and now it's talking about employing and hiring people. And then training their personalities. It's kind of, or you know, identifying their personalities so know how to communicate. Just kind of interesting to see what rabbit hole we went down. It's all tied in though, right? What all, it's all about business, right? Yeah. Everything is business. Uh, nothing wrong with it. It's just I like to see how these go. And then if we can tie back and help Brian, <laughs> which ultimately is what this started off at. Brian, okay, you got you, all that, Brian? I'll tell you a quick story. Maybe it, it wow. helps you in your decision. So right, right now, you're by yourself. You can do anything, right? You've got yourself and one mechanic. Mm -hmm. You'll never lose the knowledge that you've gained doing those other things. But when you analyze the work that you've done over the last year or two years, take a look at where your real bread and butter is and what you're making money at. And they analyze, okay, what are you going to lose if you're not doing IG units? Are you going to lose some of those leads? If you're going to lose some of the leads and you need those leads for shower doors, then don't give it up because you don't have to. But if you want to really grow your business, you're in a great area with probably not a lot of competition around you, then be the best at what you do and then just go for it. But again, you're just starting out and you got expenses coming up, but you have low overhead. You don't really have to do that. So every, every single person here has a different philosophy on their business and what's good for them. Uh, the other Brian made that decision and it was a smart decision for him. Uh, Billy's been talking about changing to just shower doors, but hey, their business has been around over 50 years and they have a hard time letting go of the other stuff. But that's okay. They just formed a separate division, kind of like what Adrian did with their company. He did, you know, do a shower door division. So you can always do that. You'll never lose the knowledge that you have. And if the right job comes around, you can always say yes to that. But it's it's good to have a good focus of what you're the best at. But you can still make money at other things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a shower doors by Landon Sons, and then we have windows by Landon Sons. And so people could get <clears throat> to know the difference. We put a commercial out on cable TV so we could, for our, for our community to see. It's been working great. Good. I mean, I've been nonstop <laughs> ever since we did that. So it's been great. So let me ask you, Adrian, we talked about this almost, well, not quite a year, right? Yeah, I've been quite a bit, yeah. But I asked you, when you changed it, start tracking it. So can you look back now and say that it was a good move? It was because like you said, it was, it separated from all we did and just shower doors. It was because a lot of people didn't know we 
did shower says, well, we'll give you, oh, we didn't know you did shower doors. Go see how this place. And so I'm like, huh, okay. You know, I said glass shop. I mean, hello. I mean, I mean, somebody with a common sense would probably say, oh, yeah. But no, they didn't know we did it. So, you know, and uh, it makes so, a yeah, difference, so, doesn't it? Yeah. So my cards, everything says shower. I'm going to get some new shirts that say um, um, shower doors by Landon Sons. And, uh, and it was not a lot of things I had to change, just the wording to it. I still kept my logo. So, you know, sure. it's still so underneath the, the, the umbrella of everything. It's just, it's a shower doors. It's, it what sticks out. Mm-hmm. I thought what That's you what did you was abs- it was absolutely brilliant. You yeah. didn't really change your logo much. You just modified it a little bit, mm-hmm. but it got the message out there. It was yeah. really good. Really good. I appreciate that. Thanks for the advice, man. It really helped. Yeah. I was just wondering how, you know, whether you tracked quantity of doors or dollar value, whatever it was that you tracked, you really did see a significant oh, difference. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like, especially last year, in the end of last year, it was ridiculous. I didn't know how I was going to get, you know, over last year, but uh, we did. And then, I mean, you know, I know I got to hire somebody else, another, you know, have my helper, but I, I like to install. <laughs> so it was like hard for me not to, you know, it's just like I got to hang back, but I don't know. It's uh, it's been a blessing though, and it's been you know great, you know since we changed it. So, I want to I want to see it move. I, I like to see it grow more, but not to a point where where um, make customers wait a long period of time for the shower because a lot of people don't like that. That sort of gives a bad reputation. I don't want that reputation to be you know. Why'd you go for um, Landa? I remember it was around a year ago, almost to the T, and you had talked about creating the Apex shower doors versus yeah. under your own name. So what made you ultimately decide to keep the same brand name and just branch it that way? Compromising, brand? compromising with my dad and my brother. I mean, that was just pretty much it. And it did make sense, though, to keep the name because it's that's people know us. We're like kind of celebrities around here, you know? Like when I go out, I gotta take off my shirt. People, oh, I know you guys. I'm like, okay, you know, hey, autograph. You know, we, we get, yeah. and I will get people like looking at me like I'm in the restaurant. Hey, you did my shower door, didn't you? I go, yeah. You know, we'll be sitting <laughs> down. And we'll get that all the time. It's like my brother and stuff. Like we all look alike, so it's like kind of like okay, it's hard for us to be sneaky. Hey, you, you know, put got, on a baseball cap and sunglasses. You look like Big Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, uh, yeah, I'm not a paparazzi not a out there trying to take your picture and chasing you down, man. Yeah, all right. Guys be, <laughs> you guys should be doing uh, HGTV reality. I told my dad that. And we'd be pretty good because, you know, I don't know. I mean, we we get out of each other sometimes. I mean, it's just me, my brother, my dad, my wife, my mom works here. And then we got our, you know, a handful of employees here. But, man, it, it's, a, it's some drama. I think it would be like a good daytime TV show for the people that don't want to work and stay home and just watch TV. I think it'd be perfect. I think we'll grab some ratings. I mean, even you guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like shout out question for you guys wrapping up uh, everything that we discussed here. Do you guys have like a, a number by heart like for increasing my my workman uh, manpower? Let's say how many shower doors more in the week? It's going to be necessary to hire like a, uh, one more mechanic and one more helper. Let's say this number would be like somewhere between 10, 16 shower doors per week. Hmm. Well, it, depends. it depends how much you charge for it too, right? I mean, I could give you a number, but if you're not charging the right amount, that may still not cover your costs. Mm-hmm. So depending on, on your margins, but, you know, for qual- quantity of work, you got to figure you're going to hire two guys. It's not just their pay. It's another truck. It's the insurance. It's the gas. It's, you know, the burden that you have to pay in taxes. So mm-hmm. you could be looking at 30 to 40 more doors. But again, it depends how much you charge. Right. True that. True that. <clears throat> Victor, you should be able to figure it out mathematically on what you're wanting to pay them per week, per month, per year, and do the math backwards. If you need to pay them 50 grand a year, how much is that per month, per week? 
and then start doing math. What's your gross profit on your shower enclosures? And, you know, depending on what margin you carry will dictate how many more you'll have to sell to cover the new guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would think if your numbers are right and your profit margins are right and everything and you're selling good and all that, you probably like our average a week would probably be 10, 10 to 15 showers. You should expect from someone, someone should be able to do two to three showers a day. Easy. So, I mean, you're not doing much more. I mean, unless you're working you know, 10 hour days or something, but you can do, you know, four, unless you're an owner, you can do like six if you work forever. So <laughs> that's right. Depending on travel and time in between jobs, right? Hey, it's hard to stop working, man. I've been doing this since 15, man. It's kind of hard to try. The only thing you do is eat freeze pops. That's the only thing you've been doing. It's a fucking call. Hey, I open the freezer and I see them in there, man. I'm like, hell yeah. You better start training somebody. You're going to have diabetes by the time we're done with this call. Hey, these have no sugar in them, all right? Those are the no worst sugar. kind, man. Those are the worst kind. Got that sucralose. Yeah, that artificial yeah, stuff. I'm going to go crazy right now. Hey, I was sick right. for the, over the weekend. I couldn't eat nothing. So I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm catching up. Hey, that's what I have right now. See, that makes a good TV show right there. Right. Hey, eating freeze box. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Tune in next week for more health advice here on Shower Door Pros. <laughs> From Keith Dobman. <laughs> All right, you guys, oh, keep up the good work. Always good to see you. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros, and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.